Dwayne himself came out with a flamethrower and set fire to like a 10-foot sign of his name. What? And then and, and managed to milk that for like five minutes before he even said a word. This week, we're hanging out with Stephen Merchant to talk about his new movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson called Fighting With My Family. It's in theaters today, and he is going to tell us who the nicest guys in Hollywood really are. Hi, it's Stephen Merchant here. I am a writer-director. I'm a dear friend of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's everything you need to know about me, and you're listening to Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. I'm sorry, I gotta ask. Is The Rock, is this really a nice a guy as everybody thinks he is? He is. He is. I'm disappointed to tell you that, you know, not only is he <laughs> superhuman, but he's also a raising guy. Yeah. Which, you know, sickens me, obviously. He's, right, he seems like it. Right, you shouldn't be that yeah, talented can. and that good looking and that nice. It, it, it's the same with, uh, I've never really had career jealousy, but um, I uh, met Bradley Cooper a couple of years ago and he oh. went on a talk show and he's very, very lovely and I went to see him and he was in um, Elephant Man and he was utterly charming met my mum was really sweet and you know he's a terrific actor and then and then he is a great director and makes this amazing movie and it's like oh right. really you're gonna, and you're that good looking as well that's not the rule right damn it <laughs> yeah you'd worked with him before in the Tooth Fairy I'd worked with Dwayne in Tooth Fairy you're welcome and um, uh, we uh, we sort of stayed friendly over the years since then and um, this project originated as a documentary it was on British TV and it was um, Dwayne who saw it first he was in London he was filming um, Fast and Furious 6. Mm. He couldn't sleep one night and this documentary is on, as I say, British TV about this family of British wrestlers. Mum, dad, all these three kids and um, they all wrestle and um, the family dream was to get two of them into WWE which is obviously the big leagues for wrestlers and um, the daughter Paige got signed. She went off to America 4,000 miles from home had to cope with the rigorous training process and being away and not having that support network and her brother Zach got left behind and he had to cope with that. So, you know, and that makes it sound like it's a heavy Heavy drama, but you know it's 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 a fun, funny, hopefully I think very uplifting kind of underdog story, which The Rock spotted and rightly asked me to make into a film. Yeah, yeah. I think even if you're not into wrestling, like you know people that are different and mm. don't always fit into the box, you know I That's think kind it's of such who a she good... was, and, yeah. and it's a sort of empowering story for her. I think about figuring out who she is. I think of it as a coming of age story in which the kids and the parents have to come of age. Yeah. You know, in the in the movie, but yes, it was. I never knew anything about wrestling before I made the film. In fact, when the Rock sent me the documentary. I call him The Rock, no big deal. Um, <laughs> he sent it to me and I thought, oh, I'm not really that interested in this. But I was just so won over by this family and their and their dreams and their and their ambitions um, and the fact they're kind of working class and they're really trying to make something of themselves. And so I've tried to make a film that, that appeals both, I think, to the wrestling fan and to the people like me who don't even follow wrestling, don't know anything about it. Yeah, I didn't even know that wrestling was like a thing anywhere outside of the US. Well, in England, it's a very small fringe thing. You know, okay. it's just a handful of people that will go and see it and support it. It used to be on British TV in the 70s and early 80s. My grandfather used to watch it. I, even as a kid, I never quite understood. But I should say that British wrestling in the 70s and 80s, you think of guys like The Rock, There was that was not what they looked like. No. British wrestlers were just really huge, giant, fat guys who just bumped bellies. <laughs> and that was it. That was, there was no athleticism. There was no backflips. There was just running around. It wasn't like the, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah. I remember those. It's on Netflix. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know if you watched that show. I never saw that because that show Glow came on um, as we were making our movie and I thought well I don't want to be influenced by them so right. I, I haven't watched oh, it. Oh okay yeah. got it. I want to ask if The Miz uh, that little cameo with The mm. Miz from The Real World Well The Miz you know now kind of... is a big is a big WWE superstar. Is he they, that? I thought yeah. he was kind of big but I don't. I didn't really know. Yeah no it's but... he's he's really popular and he we were able to shoot backstage at a real WWE event and so he happened to be walking by <laughs> oh. and I just grabbed him I'm like hey would you just be in just walk through this scene. <laughs> <For real? laughs> yeah. 
awesome. That's yeah. so funny because he's kind of like, he kind of like just walks by. Yeah. Right, right. I'm dying to see this because I used to, I'm such a tomboy. I grew up with all boys. I mean, in the 80s, we were like Hulkamaniacs and all of you. Sure. You know what I mean? Like we, we saved our money so we could like buy the pay-per-view WrestleMania and that yeah. kind of thing. So like, I really want to watch this with all my brothers. And I, um, like I say, I really, I've really tried to make sure that if you are a, a, a wrestling fan, a WWE fan, then you'll really respond to it and, and enjoy it. Um, but again, like, you know, if you're not, I think there's such a, for me, a really emotional story about this 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 girl uh, carrying her dreams and these sort of family dreams on her shoulders, you know. And, For and sure. I don't want to give away the end, but, you know, it's, uh, I think, my hope is that grown men and women will, will shed a little tear at the end of oh. the movie. Is it, is it going to move me, Jerry? You'll I think know. so. Yeah. 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 Um, I should say, I want you to cry because you enjoyed it, not because you're like, oh, what a waste of 90 minutes that was. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I mean, really, like, I, I don't even think I was really, like, a fan of the wrestling. I was just, like, a fan of my brothers letting me hang out with them, all my older brothers. Well, I, so I, this is something I can sort of share. The first wrestling match I went to was with Dwayne to a WrestleMania. Oh, no big deal. Unbelievable. No yeah, I was just deal. hanging out with all DJ right. at, uh, at WrestleMania. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I, it never made any sense to me. And then I went to this live event and I was just blown away by the I mean firstly the fans are just so uh, excited and excitable and they, they create an amazing atmosphere the performers are so athletic so such great showmen and showwomen like I just was so impressed by the by the theatre of it by the spectacle of it I mean Dwayne himself came out with a flamethrower and set fire to like a 10 foot sign of his name what and then and, and managed to milk that for like 5 minutes before he even said a word I mean it was he's the like fans the were going crazy Elvis the whole time. Wrestling, he really uh, is he's it. a showman <laughs> he really is. Yeah. It's um, it's unbelievable to see him. Oh my god! What what was the hardest part of doing something? Because you said you didn't like grow up. You weren't into wrestling per se. So and now you're trying to direct this whole thing that's all about wrestling. Well, I had to learn a lot about it. Dwayne was very helpful. He 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 explained so much to me about how it all works and and you know they call the the good guys the baby faces and the villains the heels and all these insider terms. Oh. Um, and he taught and he helped with our our actors kind of help them with their their uh, both the wrestling matches and also the sort of the performance to the crowd and how much you've got to sort of magnify your real self, you know, and elevate yourself for the crowd. Um, and he's he was incredible. I mean, he actually came down. We filmed this this big finale at the Staples Center in front of. Uh, they gave us one hour of the WWE after a live cool. telecast. Okay, and they said you can you can have the audience for you know an hour. Um, they didn't lock them in the stadium. They invited them to stay. <laughs> and um, Dwayne came down and he kind of emceed the event. He went out there and he sort of explained what was happening and he was great. He got the fans to cheer when we needed and to boo when we needed but the problem was like you were saying he's like Elvis when he comes into a wrestling environment and I said to him we've got one hour Dwayne don't get carried away in the ring <laughs> go out there explain what's happening bring out the actors did 20 minutes on the mic really? he's talking to the fans he's making <laughs> oh, phone no. calls and I'm the only person I think who's ever been screaming at the rock to get out of a wrestling ring you know um, but he's he was still element, he, he was you know? invaluable if we wouldn't have been able to do it without him yeah. wow. was anyone hurt with any of the stunts or any of the fighting we were very lucky there was a couple of sort of you know bruised uh, elbows and and, and um, Florence, our lead actress, you know, had a bump one day, and, and we had to be careful for the next few days, sort of making use of her. But no, they were they were they were luckily um, they were all okay, and um, they kept asking me to have a have a tumble in the ring, and 
I thought, absolutely not. No, I've never, I've never skied. I've never really done any sport of any kind. I'm not going to suddenly try wrestling now in You're the middle a of a... You're a tall guy, a, though. I mean... Is, yes, but the problem is I'm tall, but I'm very thin, and I would snap easily. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like a twig. Merchant the Menace that you talked about. Well, I, 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 I was talking to various uh, wrestlers, and they asked me, you know, what would my wrestling persona be? Yeah. And like I said, Dwayne told me that, you know, any good wrestler takes who they are and kind of dials it up to 100. And um, I thought, well, you know, I'm a British writer and um, how can I make use of that? And so I thought I would come out, I'd be dressed like Shakespeare. I'd have the kind of the white ruff around the neck. I'd have a quill, the tights. (laughs) I would speak in that kind of old Englishy, forsooth, I'm going to lay the smacketh down on your (laughs) asseth. And and I would be known, it would be a little play on uh, the Merchant of Venice. I would be known as the Merchant of Menace. I right? love it. It's pretty yeah. good, right? It's you talked about really that last great. night. Yeah. Fine, yeah. Isn't that yeah. good? I was wondering, Do you have a wrestling you know name, Lisa? I don't know what wrestling uh, What would my wrestling name be? Yeah. Would oh. you have a wrestling character you could come up with? God. Now, how, is there a way of deciding? Is it um, the street where you grew up and your first pet? Or is that your that's, porn star name? That's the porn star. <laughs> stripper, yeah, stripper <laughs> that's or yeah. That's just your Because I would do the nun. You know, my last name's N-U-N-N. So I'd have like a ruler and have the habit on. And okay, I could spank people and run around. Oh, that sounds fantastic. That would be fun. I don't know what mine would be. It would have to be something probably like Amazon-esque because yes. I am also so tall. I don't Wonder know. Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, what it would be. Lovely Lisa. I don't know. <laughs> no. What would, what would like your, your song be coming out like? Because usually well, these guys have these big booming songs, but if you're doing a Shakespeare kind I of thing. I think it would have to be like a really heavy rock version of sort of, you know, that kind of medieval style music. All right. You know, you know kind of, and I'd probably have other, you know, like I'd have an entourage of sort of, you know what I mean? Kind of people in sort of, um, you know, in, in kind of Elizabeth Ethan yeah. outfits. Okay. You know, I think I, I see that. You know, I started this as a joke, but I'm beginning to think this is a great idea. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, you could get like Ozzy's band to kind of do yeah. their own Shakespeare kind of metal. That would be it. It'd be great. This yeah. could work. Right? Hey, All right. I'm marketing. feeling a sequel. I'm feeling a sequel. <laughs> yeah. So the, the family's seen the movie. What did they say about it? Yes. That? I mean, the family are, um, I went to meet them before I, I made the film and, and hung out with them. And um, I was a little nervous to show it to them because obviously if they didn't like it, they can. They are wrestlers. They're very tough people. They could, in theory, break <laughs> my legs. Handle it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, they were very emotional. That you know, that they they, they they laughed and they cried and they and they thanked me enormously for for sort of the way I treated them in in the movie. And I didn't want to shy away from the fact that you know, like for instance, the dad Ricky had done some jail time in his youth, and um, you know, and so and he talks about how wrestling kind of saved him from that dark life, you know, and it kind of it brought him back to the to the light, as it were, okay. in the way that you know some people talk about you know Christianity kind of saving them from troubled times. He talks about wrestling in the same way. And um, so I was, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, I'm making them go back, live back through some of these these tough moments but they they really responded to it i showed it to um the star uh, character is this woman who, who who's called Paige, and that's her wwe name and so i went to wwe i showed it to her i sat her in a little office and let her watch the movie i didn't want to sit in there with her because i felt that would be a bit intense me yeah. just sort of scrutinizing her as she watches it and um and after about an hour and a half she she uh she texted me she's like can you come out come into the office I, i'm crying and i don't want to come out and let the other wrestlers see me in tears which is really sweet but she really, really loved it was really moved again and, and um, so they, they're very happy with it, which is great. That's um, got to be a good yeah. feeling to see that you've put all this hard work into it and that the people who actually lived it are, like, responding to it that right. way. Right, and also, I, you know, I, I um, you feel a great responsibility to people because, like I say, you don't want to just make them into into saints. You want to make them real people. And so I've tried to 
to do that. But at the same time, I do like the family enormously. I think they're very loving and they love each other and wrestling. Um, and I want to sort of celebrate that. And I want to celebrate this this working class girl who went from you know from, from sort of zero to hero in a re- in a real way. And yeah. it really is like a real kind of rocky underdog story that that was just sort of lying there waiting to be turned into a movie. Thanks to the, thanks to Dwayne yeah. who spotted it. And thanks to you. Well, Great sure. Job. I mean, yes, I did you all did the lots. actual work. <laughs> but, you know. The writing and the producing <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the yeah. acting and it took on a lot. I mean, you did a lot of different hats. But do you think, you know, you saw the movie as an, as an American. Did you still relate to the family even though they're British? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You kept it real, you know, mm, the, the mm. story with them uh, being very close but then having, you know, some problems yeah, and, and yeah. fighting with each other and yeah. everyone can relate to that. So, yeah. I'm Excellent. dying to see this. I mean, like I said, I grew up with all the boys. We're from the south side of the city here, which is kind of, you know, a rowdy crowd. Yeah. Um, well, and also, yeah. of course, we have... Uh, Chicago local Vince Vaughn in the movie. I Absolutely. saw that. Yeah. I saw that. He's very good. I love him he's too. Terrific. Yeah. He's such a talented, funny man. He really is terrific. And he actually is one of the reasons I got into this business because I, when I was younger, I used to write movie reviews. They sent me to see a movie called Swingers, yeah. which was his first movie, oh, independent that film movie. that he'd made with John Favreau and his and his sort of group of LA actor friends. And I remember seeing this even growing up in, in England. And even though it was very much about LA and about American dudes kind of dating, even as a British lad, I just really responded to it I just it, it felt like it could have been my own friends you know and yeah. it really I remember seeing that thinking oh maybe I could make movies this just seemed like a bunch of friends having a goof you know maybe I could do that and I hope you told him that oh absolutely <laughs> it was the first thing I said to him and um, <laughs> and so I tried to play it cool for like 10 seconds and then just blurted that out uh, so to have him in this it really feels like a some kind of end of a journey you know yeah that's a huge accomplishment yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Logan how is it wearing all that makeup right <laughs> you're referring to my extraordinary performance as a giant albino mutant yeah. in the film <laughs> Logan yes yes I uh, really like that movie opposite yeah. Hugh Jackman um, yes it was it was it was three and a half hours of makeup every day um, and again you, you, you're mentioning about Dwayne being the nicest man in, in show business but he give but Hugh and him really should have some kind of fight to the death to decide who is the nicest really? person because they are both exceptional I mean I've never seen two I've never seen two men who just who never just get annoyed I mean you know we all just get annoyed like if we're hungry or tired but those guys they just I mean they have to work out every day before you even arrive on set they've just done two hours in the gym they have to work they have to carry these projects and they're just they're just the nicest guys it's almost right. like they've sold their soul to the devil yeah. you know maybe that's why they say that you're supposed to ex- maybe I should exercise it is supposed to be a move <laughs> keeps you calm yeah he's uh, in fact the only time I, 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 I got annoyed with him was every Friday he gives out lottery cards scratch cards uh, to everybody on the cast and crew of the movie and, um, and I was saying to him thanks so much Hugh because you know this morning I was having a great day you gave me this lottery card I didn't win anything now I'm a loser you know that's thanks to you thanks for drawing attention to it before we go we want to talk about you got Jojo Rabbit I saw something like that coming up yes this is a movie that I did with uh, it was it's with Sam Rockwell and and, uh, Scarlett Johansson and it's um, a very uh, satirical black comedy um, about uh, a a young boy based on a novel about a young boy who is growing up in Nazi Germany and um, so it sounds like a very dark subject matter but it's uh, but it's very sort of funny and satirical and um, and it's directed and written by this guy called Taika Waititi who's an excellent New Zealand director he actually directed that Thor Ragnarok movie and he's done oh, a bunch yeah. of other smaller stuff and he's he's really talented and um, that was an absolute blast we shot that in Prague and so I play a, a, a Gestapo officer oh, okay. I to do a German accent and the whole thing oh, so, what? Uh, yeah, that. so this is uh, I guess okay. maybe coming out later this year alright and this comes out February 22nd in Chicago right. so, fighting with my family, does. With yes, my family you have to wait does. longer for to see me as a Nazi. Yeah. That's okay. We'll That's wait. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds worth the wait, 